Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Midweek War! We are back talking about Ring of Honor, and surprisingly, they are actually talking about things post the pay-per-view. This normally doesn't happen this, this soon. I think it's because we skipped like three weeks. <laughs> to be fair, some of those were best ofs, and some of those I couldn't see because they didn't put them on the website. So, so a, I, I believe this is the second week of actual shows since mm -hmm. Final Battle. Yeah, yeah uh, we talked a little bit about the show last week on one of on the Impact podcast, but this is the first show we've all seen. So we're gonna talk about it. So uh, with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. So I almost called you Sorvatron because I'm so used to saying Sorvatron. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. A, lo a lot of people make that mistake. A lot of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. And uh, with us, as always, is Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, it was a, a good week of wrestling, and I love talking about it. Even though your views are slightly skewed from what we think. But yeah, sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's see. Uh, Garza, we'll start with you. What is your one word for Ring of Honor this week? Well, differently from my previous uh, weeks where I go moose, my word of the week is castle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like castle should be jazz hands. Castle. Castle. <laughs> get the spear. Get the spear fingers going. Guy has spear fingers when he do castle. <laughs> All right, Eamon, What is your word of the week? Uh, my one word for Ring of Honor this week was fun. All right. Um, my one word for Ring of Honor this week is miracle. <laughs> See what I did Aww. there? Aww. See what I did? Uh. We'll get into that. Uh, Garza, what is your good this week for Ring of Honor? Okay, so... My good is going to go to the main event. Uh, we had Moose versus Castle versus Briscoe versus... Sidell. Sidell, yeah. <laughs> he he uh, was kind of an afterthought in the match, too. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, let's be fair. He was there to take the pin. Well, well, I, I like Matt Seidel. It was just that like everyone was like, yeah, Moose is awesome. Dalton Castle's awesome. Jay Briscoe's awesome. Matt Seidel, I like you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just about to go that, to that, because uh, uh, that match has me really hyped about seeing Castle versus Moose. Mm -hmm. I really hyped about watching Briscoe versus Moose, and I love the interaction between Briscoe and the uh, Castle. Oh, that so, could have that, um, that could have gotten scary. You missed yeah, yeah. the best interaction. You missed the best interaction of that match. Which one? Stokely Hathaway stealing the fans. Oh, no, yeah. that was. <laughs> I mean, come on, Stokely Hathaway with two fans just going ape shit trying to get Moose back up. I'm like, yes, that see that is a manager, folks. If Stokely Hathaway managed Roman Reigns. We would not have any problems with Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, so so my, I mean, the wrestling was was great, but to me, it wasn't like the highlight. It was just the pairings. So, I, I the show ended, and I was really happy. So that's my good. 
All right. Uh, Eamon, what was your good this week? Uh, my good for this week actually comes from Antonio uh, Garza's lower third, uh, <laughs> which is, I was, I was glad he didn't take it. Uh, he says the Ballad of Dijak. Uh, Donovan Dijak breaking away from the House of Truth. Uh, I, I liked it. I think, I'm a big fan of Donovan Dijak. I think he's very talented. Um, I like that he, I mean, I, I'll say this, because it seems like they're leaning towards him joining up with uh, Prince Nana and, and uh, inadvertently Caprice Coleman and Will Ferrara. I don't know completely about that, just from the fact that, I don't know, the embassy has always, like, for the, Ever since they tried to do new versions of the Embassy, ever since the first, they've never been good. Yeah. Um, which, you know. Um, but I like that Donovan's breaking out a bit. Uh, I think he's delivered. He's, he's done great. I, I, I think he's, he's a very talented athlete. The crowd was behind him. They, they you know, chanting his name and everything. Like, I, I, I was very happy to see that. It doesn't uh, hurt to be at a few really good high spots in the match, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got a question for you. Uh, would you put Dijak as the crown jewel of the embassy? I think he makes the most sense. Yeah, I would. Uh, he's definitely got the most personality out of the three guys that Nana's gone for. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of guy. He's the guy that like you could put a focus on, I think, in a stable. Plus, Dijak um, was a top prospect winner, right? Uh, yes, did he win? Year. Yeah, yeah, he won. Yeah, he won yeah. top prospects. Yeah, I mean, right there, I think the the top prospects they they put a lot of thought into those guys, and those guys are the ones you want to keep hot. So I feel like him wow. being the leader, the main guy in the embassy would make sense. I will say this about Ring of Honor, like giving them the credit. Their top prospect tournament has always delivered. I think, like like the guys that came from the top prospect that are now in Ring of Honor are my favorite guys, which are Dijak, Dalton, uh, Hanson, and Rowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bennett which, also a winner. Bennett also, uh, I think. Uh, I think Cedric. I think came from it at one point. He, I think, came from Top Prospect. I can't remember. Yeah. I, uh, I find it interesting that I didn't know um, Hanson and Rowe were finals opponents in the Top Prospect, and then they formed War Machine. That's actually mm-hmm. pretty a pretty cool yeah. bit of storytelling. Yeah, because I think it was the Top Prospect two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when yeah, they, t- they said two thousand four fourteen. Yeah. And they're doing top. And it makes sense because they're doing top prospect now, and I'm excited for the for the new guys that are uh, coming up there. Um, it's it, they really have done a good job, I think, of bringing those talents up and establishing them. So yeah, it's it's like their own mini NXT tournament, essentially. Kinda, yeah. Kinda. All right, uh, my good for this week is gonna be the kingdom. Um. I didn't the, the broken, broken kingdom. Yeah, like <laughs> that's so sad. I didn't expect to see them on this week's show, so when I heard they were coming out, I'm like, "Wait, is this just gonna be Adam Cole limping out?" Because I know like Taven's busted up, mm-hmm. and Mike Bennett is obviously in TNA, uh, so he seems to have healed up from that broken rib. Miracle. That's why they call him the Miracle, because he healed <laughs> up already. See, I mean, he brought it all the way around. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the segment. Uh, I like that they brought out security to protect them from, uh, from Red Dragon. The deranged. <laughs> yeah, the deranged, deranged Red Dragon. And also, who doesn't love a segment where the Young Bucks can say, hey, we should wrestle too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
now that you were saying, uh, like, bringing it around, uh, I love this promo because it was going the same way as when Maria and Bennett were kicking Cole out. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, thank you. I, I, I know it's just a reference, but thank you for doing it. Oh, well, I, I, I thought it was... I thought, like, before um, Red Dragon showed up, I thought Adam Cole was just going to beat the shit out of Bennett and Taven. Like, I thought, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's how we're getting rid of them. That's fine, and I'm still pretty sure that's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just hope it happens next week after they lose the tag match. That'd be great. I, side, side note for that as well, my my favorite part of that whole, and it was a segment or so after, uh, Red Dragon's backstage promo. Oh, man. They should never be filmed in their civilian clothing because it makes them look super not threatening. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> they just well, look like... You know, what also, so you know what also makes them look super not threatening? Kyle O'Reilly ranting about how something about Christmas and, like, a tree went through his garage door or something like that, and that tree's Mike Bennett and he's going to kick his ass or something. Like, it was very... I, I like funny... Here's the thing. If you can make me laugh, then, then you you do you should do a pretty good job. Sometimes Ring of Honor guys can fall into that whole I'm a badass kind of thing, and and they're just stuck doing that. I like that Kyle O'Reilly and Fish can kind of bring in some humor every once in a while. I, I don't know. It just looked like that instead of being a badass tag team, they were two guys who had an organic food truck on the streets of Brooklyn. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Bobby Fish, I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. I don't know, but Bobby Fish does. Yeah. Well, and, and I also love that, like, uh, what is it? O'Reilly said that, like, he's he he loves the street fight. He's from the streets, the mean streets of like what like British Columbia or something. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. Where they're like, I don't think they have any mean streets in whatever cities the kingdom's from. I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure Rancho Cucamonga has uh, some mean streets. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of wish they had said that in the ring. Just to get the reaction from the kingdom, like that's true. Like I would have loved to see that because that would have been some real, real good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Garza, what was your bad this week? Well, actually, that promo score is going to be my bad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, I'll keep it my bad, so I won't take other stuff. Uh, they're building up again. To a street fight, a Philly street fight, not any, not, not just a street fight. It's a Philadelphia <laughs> street fight, and their their promo was way too goofy for me. Like I I liked the delivery, but it was just the wrong promo at the wrong time. That was that yeah, was, yeah, my, that was my problem. Yeah, it doesn't completely fit the story. I I yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Um, Eamon, what what was your bad this week? Uh, I I overall like this episode of Ring of Honor. My my only like kind of bad, and it goes back to that that segment actually. Um, I felt the young bucks were kind of tacked on. Yes. Like it's clear that like as much as I love the young bucks more than anyone, but like I like Red Dragon and the Kingdom. It's kind of clear, you know, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly have issues, so it's a clear kind of thing. And then the young bucks were like, we're the best tag team ever. Put us in this match. <laughs> it's like okay, like cool, but you know, it just felt kind of tacked on. I have a feeling it's because they're 
obviously they played with the fact that the kingdom was very hurt after final battle, uh, and I bet the Bucks were kind of thrown in there to kind of to ease up the, ease of the load a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that has something to do with it too. But yeah, it was still fun. I mean, the young bucks. The young bucks generally make segments more fun when some idiot isn't screaming super kick. Um, Talking about the young bucks. You, I, I was gonna say, how did you like? Oh, well, that as well. But how did you like that commercial for the new Steve Carino DVD? I was really considering it making it my bad. I was, I was, I was this close to considering making it my bad. It was the I most. Was, I was, I was between my bad and my good because it was, that was funny. Of course. Yeah, I, even even if I didn't watch Ring of Honor this week, I would have been treated to that because mainstream Matt tweeted that to me. I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of the things that I think doesn't trans. Like, if I showed that to like somebody who didn't follow not just wrestling but like Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. they would have no idea what's going on. But you know what? Jay Lethal can sell some knee pain. Yeah. He can oh, sell yeah. some knee pain like a motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my bad this week. It's going to go to the House of Truth. Hmm. Um, not for the concept. Not for the concept behind it. Was there any reason to do this all in one fell swoop? Like to have Jay Diesel uh, immediately attack Dijek for one... Like... Like, Dijak refused to use the Book of Truth one time, and immediately he's like, oh, fuck this guy. Well, here's the thing. And, and, and I'm actually going to that right now. I was going to say, I didn't watch Final Battle, but they mentioned, like, I think Truth mentioned, like, that Dijak disobeyed him at Final Battle. That was okay. bullshit. But still, I mean, let it play out a little bit first. Like, you have a lot of weeks of programming. You can you can do this, especially with the guy like Truth Martini, who's really good with backstage stuff too. Mm. But I don't know; it just seemed a little rushed. Or that, I have no problem with it. I like I like Dijak, and you know, but to have not only him get kicked out of the House of Truth, and then Nana teleport to the to ringside to watch all this <laughs> happen. Like, when did he get out there? Did he come out there as soon as Diesel hit the kick, or? Like, space it out a little bit. Space it out. That's all you have to do. And also, stop saying J. Diesel DeCoco or whatever his last name is, I guess. Just call him J. Diesel. Just call him J. Diesel. All right. um, So, Garza, what would you change about Ring of Honor this week? Well, you're asking to spread out uh, Dijak to the future. To me, the, the change is that uh, this already happened and Ring of Honor failed to capitalize on it. So, a little backstory. Uh, two things here. Uh, the Young Bucks, uh, I don't know if you guys already saw, but Matt Jackson is getting a title shot for Lethal at Atlanta, like this coming mm-hmm. weeks. So, my, my, my thing is this. Uh, back in December... The Young Bucks fought Lethal and Dijak. So make that the reason why Lethal is getting uh, having to defend the title against Matt, Jack- Matt Jackson and have Lethal and Truth be pissed off at, at Dijak because they're making Lethal 
defend his title. That would be like the perfect excuse for Lethal and and Truth to kick out Dijak from the team. And once you do that, that's the perfect scenario for Dijak to eventually come back and challenge Lethal for the title in one of the house shows. And you, you make Dijak a top guy if he can have a, a good match against uh, Truth. So that's my change. Just not make it because he lost the match. He's not a weak link, but because he because he's the problem that Lethal has. Make it about Lethal, kind of. Right. Hmm. So that's my change. Okay. Amy, will be your change this week? Uh, for me, the change... And it's a weird, it's an actual in-ring kind of change, was the um, the finish to the opener with Rapungi Vice and, and Ona Express. Mm-hmm. Just because the, the, like, when they, especially when they replayed it back, like, it wasn't like Kenny King, like, did, like, a blind tag almost. He kind of bumped into Rhett. Yeah. But the ref counted it. So it kind of made the ref look stupid a bit. It kind of reminded me of, and we'll talk about this, the finish of the uh, Dash and Dawson match. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I just feel if they were more obvious with the whole blind tag thing. Um, other than that, I liked it. Like I like I like Heal A and X. I like their you know. I mean they've. I like what they're doing with them. And other than that, it was a great match with Rapungi Vice. Like I, I, you know, it's a minor change. Like, you know. Right. Um, my change this weekend, and I don't know. Let me know if they've gone into this on another show that I somehow missed. Where is Cedric Alexander and Veda? I think... Like, it's, been, it's been two months since Veda said she was going to sue Ring of Honor. Oh, no, they already had, they already reached a settlement or something. I had final battle. Oh, I think I remember that. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, because I only got to see half the final battle. I didn't get to finish the whole thing, but... Yeah, I, I also didn't watch Final Battle, so I think I think some stuff for me was lost for not watching the pay per view. Um, but yeah, I, I think there were, I did remember hearing about they played up something with Cedric and Beta. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, I would just uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because our main event had four faces. <laughs> it, it was a yeah, four, I, it was a four way match between faces, and that like it was a good match. Right guy went over in my opinion, but. Let's throw a heel in there. Come on, guys. Like, I, I, I know. I, I just think it was more of a... It, I'll say this. Um, it was weird to have that as the main event. I think if they just switched... Honestly, I think the main they should have switched the opener and the main event. Mm, no, you can't You can't have the next main event if it's not a title match. But it wasn't even that good of a match. Yeah, really? I like that match. I mean, um, it was good, but it wasn't as good as the four-way. Yeah, the four-way match was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was, you know. I, I can understand your point. I think, again, and I hate saying this, like, it's kind of a, just a ring of honor thing. Like, oh, these four guys are really good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just randomly make a four-way match. That means nothing. Which, I mean, that's one of my biggest pet peeves about this show. So one of my biggest pet peeves about it is that the ma- like we didn't have a single match that meant anything. Well, I mean, in 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 terms of like feuds necessarily, yeah, but like 
I mean, yeah. the, the House of Troopers' War Machine did lead to a whole segment, but I, I see what you're saying. But, I, like, but I, the actual ma- like the actual match didn't cause that. It was just something that happened in the match. Yeah, you know, I, what I, mean? I, like, I, w- I would argue the opener kind of helped, you know, sort of push Brett and Kenny as like heels and and you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it seems like a lot of wrestling for wrestling's sake, and I know we use that term a lot, but that is kind of what Ring of Honor is sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um. So where would you guys rank Ring of Honor this week, Garza? Uh, I thought the show was really, really eventful, but not that good. So I'm going to give it number three. Okay, Eamon? Uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I love that we're all over the board with like all of our rankings so far for yeah. TV shows. Um, I'm ranking this number one. Whoa. Okay. Um, I'll go into it a bit with NXT. There were some problems with it where I just couldn't rank it number two, number one. Um, it's very. It was very close between the two shows for number one and number two. But I liked Dream yeah. of Honor. I thought it was a fun hour. Uh, I, I agree with your point about you know wrestling for the sake of wrestling, but it was still good wrestling, and it was guys I liked. You know what I mean? So overall, I can't fault it. You know? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go number three for Ring of Honor this week. Uh, again, like I, I'm a story guy. I'm a story guy, and maybe that's why I'm not as into Ring of Honor as my last name would suggest. But <laughs> it's just, um. I mean, you know, you, you gotta give me a little bit more to grab onto. As much as I love the matches, I'm like, there's no point in this other than to just showcase, hey, these guys are wrestlers. Like, but the the die track thing was really good. I like that. I just wish it was drawn out a little bit more. But I'm I'm very hopeful for next week because one of my favorite Ring of Honor matches last last year was was the three heel tag team matches, mm. and we have another <laughs> one of those next week. So I'm excited for it. All right, uh, so Garza, where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me at DWRevolution for the Twitter, and you can find me at DWRevolution.com. You can also go to the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group where I posted uh, the trailer number two for Lucha on the Ground, and my comment is that my penis cannot get more erect because I saw Pentagon attack Mil Muertes. Mm-hmm. Go join the group and... Let's have erections together. David, <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Amen Two Please. They can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling at Inspire Pro Res. Uh, check out our event, Exitude Gold Three, this Sunday in Austin, Texas. If you're anywhere near Texas, uh, I can't follow that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Beat that. Nope. Um, I'm at Mad Mike 483 on the Twitter. Um, I'm on the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper. We're gonna have Krista Joseph next week. Garza, maybe you can tell Krista Joseph about your erection. Uh, <laughs> he gave me an erection problem, man. <laughs> you, you, in fact, you should just tweet at Krista Joseph right now that Lucha Underground gave me an erection. I'm holding you personally responsible for. It. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you have any questions that may have induced your erections for Lucha Underground, email Call your doctor. 
That's only, it. only if they last longer than an all night long match. Uh, that, only then do you need to call your doctor. Uh, but yeah, uh, email email your questions about Lucha Underground to Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, and hopefully we will ask the man himself. Um, so for Eamon Payton, for Antonio Garza, and Antonio Garza's erection, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Made Week War.